to Raging Witchcraft. Alrighty, welcome back, my favorite witch bitches. Today, we are going to be getting into handling shit, healing shit, or healing shit and handling shit. Um, the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because I have been dealing with this quite often lately, to be honest with you. Um, and honestly, it hasn't just been me. Friends that I've had have been dealing with the same shit. It could be the fact that, you know, Mercury is in its shadow period right before it goes into retrograde. Love that. Love that. Or it could be Aries season because one thing I've noticed about Aries season, not only is Aries season really great for transformations, for changes, for new starts, new beginnings, but, you know, be because of the fact that Aries season is technically the um, astrological new year, um, but Aries season also brings out true colors. And I will say that usually during Aries season, um, I don't have this problem anymore because everybody's been kind of weeded out in my friendships and my friend lists and things like that. But one thing that I've noticed is that during Aries season, um, those true colors genuinely like help me weed out who is a true friend versus who's not a true friend. And it sucks. And, you know, the last couple of years, especially with the time that I was on, that I was on TikTok, um, I made a lot of friends. Uh, I, I wouldn't use that term. I met a lot of people. I met a lot of people when um, I was on TikTok and it, it created, you know, relationships and, you know, short-term friendships with these people. Obviously at the time I didn't know that these friendships were going to be as short-term as they actually were, but um, Aries season really brought that shit out. Aries season really showed me who these people were and just kind of, and it's like Aries, Aries season does not hold back when it comes to showing you the red flags that you need to see. And I like, I appreciate that about Aries season. I do, but it does suck because of the fact that like when we are actively, you know, trying to work towards, you know, our disconnected, um, like our healing and our betterment of ourselves and like shadow work and things like that, how you handle shit. It's like, how do I explain this? Like it's, it's stereotypical because people are like, okay, like you're healing, you're working on yourself, things like that. Da, 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 da. But if that's the case, why are you, you know, handling this situation the way that you are handling it now? That's why I wanted to get into this. So for, for example, I have this person in my life, um, and lately I've been feeling very, very distant. And, you know, um, everybody says not to mix, you know, friendships and business, but at the same time, like I've, you know, done business with people and become friends with them from that and like continuously do business with them. So there's like a fine line, there's a fine line. So it's either, um, you know, for example, like my mentees, I do on the side mentorship for a couple of people every single week. And guess what? Those hour long zoom calls every single week, I've become close to these people. We talk about friend friendly things on top of, you know, the business and on top of me mentoring them, like it's friendly, but then you have, you know, people who wanted you to do business with them and then became acquaintances, I guess you can say from that. 
because with the way that I am, all right, y'all, like uh, we've talked about mental illness. We've talked about the fact that like, yes, mental health plays a really big part in your healing, especially when it comes to like traumas and things like that, because it's like you, you're a little bit more sensitive to certain things and you're, you know, you can be easily triggered by certain things and that's valid. That's, I don't want you guys to think that I'm not saying that that's not valid because that is perfectly fucking valid. I'm not going to sit here and be a goddamn hypocrite and tell you, oh, well, you know, yeah, you're healing, but, um, you know, it doesn't matter that you have mental illness because healing is healing. No, 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 no. When you're healing with mental illness, it's different for everybody. And it's, it's different. Like, for example, depending on like what you're dealing with, like, y'all i have the great and lovely mix of being not only bipolar but also having borderline personality disorder so when it comes to how i handle things it's a little bit different and it's a little bit harder and i will say y'all i had my therapy yesterday i had my therapy session yesterday and i told my therapist i was like you are going to be so proud of me because i i was in a position where it was either do i react or and she brought this up too. And this is why I'm saying this because she was, I was telling her about a situation that I'm dealing with. And she was like, you know, think about it. She was like, what are the pros, the pros and cons to both reacting versus being proactive? What is, what is the pros and cons to reacting? What are the pros and cons to not reacting? And let that really kind of decide where you go from there. And she brought up a really good point because like, there's a certain situation that I'm dealing with right now. And it's pretty tough because it's like, I've, I'm not the type of person to, and I've come a long way from this, y'all, like a long, long, long way. I don't do confrontation. Confrontation is not my thing. I hate it. If I can sit here and just be like, you know what? It's cool. Whatever. I'm going to do that. No matter if it fucks me or, you know, bites me in the ass in the long run, I'm still going to try my best to be like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but I'm going through a situation right now where, um, I, I have voiced myself and I'm proud of myself for voicing myself because um, especially like if I'm venting about it to another friend, like I'm not going to sit here and vent to a friend about something and not say anything or like voice my problem with the person that it's going on with. Like, that's not how I work. If I'm venting, I'll vent, but it, I'm venting because of the fact that I had already said something to the person involved. Um, and I never use names <laughs> I never knew. anyways, but, um, so I'm going through this situation where I have voiced myself a, a few different times about the situation and about how I feel about the situation and the response each time I voiced myself was always the same. It was always like, oh, well, you know, I'd never do that, blah, blah, blah. Like just kind of like being like, oh, well, you know, doubting it and kind of brushing it off when the whole reason why I have a problem is because the situation was already done. It's not a matter of, I would never do that to you. It's a matter of you already did it, which is why I'm saying something. Right. So me in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I want to do my best to, you know, alleviate this as much as possible because like I have come a very long way from being walked on, from being stepped on, from being taken advantage of. Like I I'm not going to let that shit slide anymore. I'm not going to let that shit slide. And that's just me. Like I am not, if I see that shit, I'm going to say something number one. And if you continuously keep doing it or continuously act like, oh, well, you didn't do anything wrong when I'm literally telling you what happened, that's an issue with me because I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be treated like this. Like, and just y'all ever have a certain situation where, um, 
something is brought up and like you say something to this person and the way that they move is just funny and the whole situation that you have an issue with after that situation happened ever since like they just move really funny and they're just like acting very different and very distant and just moving funny because I know I'm not the only one who's dealt with this this happens quite often and it usually happens with people who have an issue seeing that they've done something wrong there are a lot of people that you will come across in your life where they are under the impression that okay well you know I'm working on myself which means I can do no wrong either that or they can you know um not accept but um acknowledge they can acknowledge that they you know can do wrong because like even me even though I'm healing even though I'm working on myself that doesn't mean I can't do no wrong because I still do do wrong and that's on me and that's on me to fix that's on me to heal that's on me to you know change that pattern but like you have the people who say that they acknowledge these things but yet when something is literally in their face and being brought up about you know hey um I feel like this is wrong they don't acknowledge it and it's more so of like oh I would never do that but it it just I'm trying to explain this in a in a way where it's like because this it's a really good example for you guys but I also don't want to kind of put anyone on blast or put the situation on blast because it's it's a it's a tough situation and it's even more tough because of the position that I'm in right now because me who has said something about it multiple times right and I've gotten the same response each time I've said something right and then you're moving funny and I can see that you're moving funny and then you know the third party that's involved in this situation is also moving funny now and it's like everybody's moving funny and the way that I am like when I have friends and when I care about you I care I care I will put my all into that friendship I will put my all into that relationship because I care but then when I see that you're starting to move funny here's the thing with me because I'm not a quick person to you know everybody says oh well air signs y'all are quick to you know shut that switch off which yes but it really depends on the person and it really depends on the you know relationship that you have with this person so if this person is like just an acquaintance okay yeah i can switch that flip or switch that flip that switch oh my goodness i can flip that switch no problem but with somebody who you know i've been vulnerable with somebody who i had a friendship with somebody who you know i was close to and talked on a daily basis you know it's a little bit harder and it's getting to a point where I'm like, how the fuck do I handle this? Because do I do I react or do I be proactive? Like my therapist said, and it's like I'm trying to better myself. I'm trying to heal. I'm trying to work on like how I react to things because my instant reaction is to react. That's what I do is I react. My instant like impulse is react. And it's simply because not only because, you know, I'm not going to sit here and blame my mental illnesses, but they do play a part. And it's, you know, my own self plays a part because I'm so used to not being able to react when, you know, and that's my own healing. I'm not going to sit here and be like and blame it on anything. That's my own healing. But, you know, being a child, like having a childhood to where I was never really able to react because it was always an issue or, um, it wasn't okay or I was doing something wrong or it just wasn't allowed. 
now as an older person, as an adult where, you know, I have the freedom to react. It's like my instant impulse is to react. And this doesn't even just go for like situations like these, like, for example, you know, everybody who's in a relationship, my man and I have been dating for almost five years. We are not perfect. We are not perfect all the time. And I'm not going to lie, you guys, we had an argument last week and we haven't had an argument like that in a while. And it's because of the fact that I, you know, I'm already stressed out about a million and one things. And that's on me. That's on me to deal with. Granted, yes, it would be great to, you know, go through it with him, which we do. But a lot of it is put on me because of the fact that it's happening to me to where I'm the one who's like even more stressed out about it, even more like just all over the place, overwhelmed, chaotic, all of those things. And, you know, something was said. And the first thing that I did was fucking react instead of being like, you know what, I'm going to take a step back. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to kind of like you, you said what you said. I see what you mean. I see how you feel right now. I don't want to deal with it because I'm already going through my own shit. And that's what I should have done. And I'm not going to lie because like, that's genuinely what I should have done. But the reason that the argument, you know, escalated to where it did was simply because of the fact that I reacted. And when I react, I don't think. And part of, you know, the whole concept of reaction is you don't think you just react. You don't think about it. You don't, you know, pay attention to what you're saying. You don't pay attention to what you're doing. You literally just react your body, your voice, you do what you do. You just react. You don't think about it. And that's, that's a problem. That's something that I'm working on. And that's something that a lot of people are working on. And I feel like a lot of people who are listening to this right now can relate because I should not have reacted. I should have, like I said, I should have taken that step back scene and said, you know, you're not in a good mood. I'm not in a good mood. I'm going to take my step back because you said what you said. I hear what you said. I see how you feel. That's fine. Move on. I'll give you your space. You stay downstairs. I'll stay upstairs. I'll take a cleansing shower. And that's another thing is like, I don't realize, hey, Sid, maybe you should go outside and ground or maybe you should go take a cleansing shower until it's too late, until the entire situation is over and done with. As That's when I'm like able to take that step back, because for those of you who have BPD, especially those of you who have BPD and bipolar, you understand that rage. And when you have that rage, you it's 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 like you can't you can, but you can't stop from reacting or stop from saying something because it's like all that's going on in your head right now is rage and the the way that you think or the the way that I think with you know how I deal with it is I'm gonna continuously have this rage until I say what I need to say and when I say what I need to say some things are added on and some things are added on that probably should not have been said and that's on me and I just, the whole stigma of just because you're healing means that, you know, you don't stand your ground. You don't set boundaries. You don't do this. You don't do that. Like the the whole stigma of like not being able to react or do anything just because you're working on your healing. Bullshit. Like absolute fucking bullshit. I know people who have been working on their healing and on their healing journey for like 20 years. I, and that's not even being dramatic. And guess what? These people still have the same thing. They still are working on the same shit because a lot of the time, so think about it, right? So when you're a kid, um, especially there's a lot of people who, you know, I know who are just now having kids. So it's like, you're going to, you're probably going to go through this too with your kid. 
but it kind of goes into, you know, the, the healing, the ancestral healing and breaking that cycle. But either way, so think about it when you're a kid, right? You're throwing a tantrum because you have feelings. And as a child, a lot of the time we aren't taught as children, how to, um, go about our feelings in a healthy way, especially when it comes down to being upset or sad or mad or angry. Um, we don't learn how to express that in a way that's healthy. So instead, what we do is we have tantrums. And when we have those tantrums, what happens? Our parents get mad at us. We either get a spanking or we get in trouble somehow, some way to where it's like, you can't do that. You, the way that you are expressing your emotions, you can't do that, which to us means, okay, so since we don't know how else to express our emotions, unless it's a fucking tantrum, we can't express our emotions at all. And that's not something that, you know, we think about in this way as children, obviously, because we're children, but as we get older, this is, and this is why I'm talking about it because we don't realize it until we are older is that when we are children, we are not taught how to handle certain emotions, especially anger in a healthy way. So that's why we lash out. That's why we have tantrums. And when we lash out and have tantrums, guess what? We get in trouble. And then to us, that means you can't have any feelings. You can't express your feelings in any way, because if that's the only way that you can do that, you can't express your feelings, period, point blank, period, nothing. And it's tough because it really goes into that inner child healing that, you know, for example, I'm still working on, you know, I granted, yes, am already working on, you know, inner teenager healing, but I'm still also working on inner child healing because, you know, my inner teenager and my inner child have um, similar aspects to that healing process that both need to be taken care of that didn't get brought out until I was doing my inner teenager healing. And that's okay because everybody's healing journey is their own. Everybody is perfectly fine. You're like, it's valid. It's valid. But as we get older, because of the fact that, you know, like I said, we were not, um, shoot brain fart, but because of the fact that we were not taught as children to healthily express our anger as adults, because of the fact that we have the freedom to express every emotion, including anger, we lash out and we react instead of being proactive. We don't think about it. We just react. And it's really important to acknowledge that. It's really, really, really important to acknowledge that because as soon as you acknowledge that, that is your first step into healing that aspect and healing that part of you that's like, I'm just angry and I just want to react rather than, hey, maybe I should take a step back for a second. Should I react or should I not react? Should I do something that's healthy? And like, like I said, you guys, some, something that's really healthy for me when it comes to emotions like that is cleansing showers. I love, 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 love showers. Um, I am not a bath person in any way. Um, <laughs> you can think my, well, dad, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but I think that it was you who said this. Um, it was one of my parents that said it and it was like, they only said it once, but it, it has been engraved in my brain ever since where they were basically talking about how, um, basically talking about how, how, how do I say this? 
basically talking about how um when you take a bath you're literally sitting in your dirty water like that you're sitting in your own filth and i'm so sorry if that has ruined it for anybody else but i promise you that that's genuinely like how how i took it right um so i'm just i'm not a bath person either way anyways back on the right subject um molly if you're listening to this right now it's so it's so funny um i was actually just talking to a friend of mine and she was talking about how um oh no no no, it, it wasn't her it was it was my um it was my mentee <laughs> we were talking about my podcast and she was like i love listening to your podcast but sometimes you just you'll start saying something and then you'll just out of nowhere, just pop up with something random. And I'm just like, Oh my goodness. And I'm like, listen, my ADHD brain goes crazy on my podcast because I literally go from one subject to another, to another. And then I forget what I was talking about to begin with. So then I just start, start talking about something else. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, so my healthy way is showering. Um, especially like during the winter time, because one thing about me, I have, I was born and raised in Florida for, I was, I was in Florida for 18 years before I came up to New York. Um, I am used to that heat. I am not used to different seasons. I am not used to the snow. Nonetheless, having, you know, snow for as long as, as we do. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it started snowing in December and the snow had just finished melting, like literally on this day, like finished melting because we went on a walk the other day and there were still big clumps of snow that were still melting. Um, so yeah, that was fun, but it's like during the winter time, I don't like to go on walks or anything just because of the fact that I don't, I personally don't like the cold. Um, granted, yes, I will say this. Um, the cold has done tremendous things for me when it comes to anxiety and my BPD episodes, because being super cold, all I'm focused on is being warm. Like my body is so like tense and restricted. And it's like, I can't think about anything else other than the fact that I just want to be warm. And that cold kind of like freezes everything away. If that makes sense. If I, I hope that makes sense. Um, but either way, um, one of my main healthy ways of handling that anger and that frustration is taking showers. Like sometimes I will legit take a shower at fucking three in the morning because of the fact that I am not in a good mood and I don't want to bring it out on anybody. And it really comes down to, um, handling it before it needs to be handled, if that makes sense. So like, if you feel yourself say, for example, say like, you know, I'm sitting here with my man and, you know, he says something that pisses me off to a point where I'm just like fucking raging and so angry. And I just want to say something and I want to be a bitch. What I'll do is I'll go take a shower. Granted, I will say I don't do this every time. And it definitely is something that I am working on, something that should be practiced a lot more. But I go and take a shower because if I get in that shower, not only is that a form of self-care, but it also alleviates that anger because I'm taking care of myself. I am taking that step back. I am reflecting on let me not react and let me be instead proactive before I even have the chance to react. If I feel myself not in a good mood, if even depression, you guys, like I have um, severe anxiety, PTSD, bipolar depression, and those three things like play a, a big part in my day to day life every single day, every single day. I don't have one day where I don't feel depressed or anxious or my PTSD is triggered. It's it's an everyday thing and it's it's a process. But understanding the signs of when I'm starting to feel like I'm getting bad again 
Um, especially like the little tiny episodes where, you know, it just lasts for a few hours. Even understanding those signs is extremely helpful because it allows me to take that step back before I even have anything to react to. And it's important to understand how helpful that is and how, you know, learning more about yourself. And that's kind of also in the healing process. When you are healing, you're learning more about yourself than you knew before. You are learning, um, you know, certain signs of, okay, well, I'm about to feel like this or how you react with certain things or like just little things like that, that actually make a really big difference. And it's really important to understand those aspects of yourself because of the fact that those are the things that help you take the step back when you need to take a step back. Um, I, sorry guys, I just, um, I just got an email from, um, a, uh, very loyal, very, very, very loyal client. Um, and it's a longer email. So I, I kind of just skimmed like the first couple paragraphs, but, um, kind of put me in my feelings cause she's such a sweetheart. Um, anyways, anyways, <laughs> um, but kind of like back onto the initial point of this, like granted, yes, healing is a really big point of this, but healing and handling shit. So handling shit not only goes into the aspects of like what we were just discussing, but it also goes into the aspects of jealousy, of envy, of hatred, of having people in your life that you just fucking can't stand. And let me tell you, let me tell you, um, there is one, one particular person in my life. Now, hate, hate is a strong word. Okay. Hate, it's a strong word. I'm not going to say that it's not a strong word. Um, it's a strong word. And um, there's only one person in my life that I truly hate. And honestly, y'all, y'all are going to be, some of you who are listening, who know me, going to be a little surprised. It's not my mom. <laughs> it's not my mom. <laughs> um, it is not my mom. Um, I have a very, I have very deep feelings about her, but it's not hatred. And I'm kind of proud of myself for that. But either way. Um, the reason why I have so much hatred for this person is not only how they treat um, me and, you know, people around me, but also how they treat children and how. All right. So, for example, you guys, if you know me, you know that I am stepmom, right? Um, I love my kids to absolute depth. I absolutely love them, um, would literally do anything with them for them. And guess what? Any choices that I make, any decisions that I make, anything that I'm trying to figure out, guess what comes first when I am figuring that out? The kids, because those kids come first. And it kind of also goes into that healing aspect of breaking the cycle because with the way that I was raised, especially like with my mom, like, I don't want my kids to feel that way. I don't want my kids to feel neglected. I don't want my kids to feel like, you know, they can't come to me emotionally. Like they can't talk to me about certain things. And I make that very known. Like the other day, for example, my son, um, was, you know, he's, he's been going through it. Um, and you know, I sat him down and I asked him how, you know, how he felt. And he was very, he wasn't very vocal, just kind of like shaking and nodding his head. Um, not anything like, um, vocal. Right. And I made sure that I told him, I said, listen, I was like, I don't want you to feel forced in 
any way to talk about how you feel, especially if you can't, especially if you feel like, you know, you can't put it into words. I don't want you to feel forced to try to put it into words. I don't want you to feel forced to talk about it when you don't want to talk about it, because if you don't, that's okay. But I do want you to know that it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling. I want you to know that, you know, your feelings are valid and they are okay. And we will get through it. And I just want you to know that I am always here if you do want to talk. But if you don't want to talk about it, that's also okay. And I'm going to try not to cry. Um, When I was done talking to him about that, I had to go cry. (laughs) And the reason why I cried is because I never got that from my mom. If I had something going on, it was either I was forced to talk about it or she didn't give a fuck. And it kind of, like I said, it goes into breaking that cycle because, you know, my dad was gone a lot because he was working, you know, a few different jobs at the time. And it was always me with my mom. And that's, that's kind of where a lot of my resentment towards her came from because of the fact that it was, it was either I was forced to talk about it or it's like, she didn't give an absolute fuck. And I don't want my son to feel like that. I want my son to feel like he has somebody in his life that cares about how he feels. I want him to feel like he has somebody in his life who, you know, is validating the fact that he has those feelings in the first place. Because when you're a kid, you don't know how to validate yourself. You don't know how to validate your feelings. You don't know how to validate these things. So having a figure in your life to where they are telling you it is okay. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. And it's okay if you don't want to talk about it because these are your feelings and it's up to you whether or not you want to talk about it. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting emotional. Um, but I I did I had I had to take some time after I told him that, and um, after my man came home, I literally sat there and sobbed. I sobbed to him because I was telling him about what happened, and I was telling him about the conversation that you know my son and I had had, and um. Another thing with that that kind of like hit me was that, you know, my son has multiple people in his life that care about him. And I don't want anybody to get that wrong because he has a fucking like just whole um, village of people who care about him and who are there for him. But he tends to take after his his dad and he tends to take after the concept of like the way that my man is, is whatever you're feeling, you fucking work through it. You put on a, you put on a face for the people around you and you work through it. And you know, he's, I'm, I've been kind of like pushing him, not in a way where it's like forceful, but kind of like trying to like nudge him in the right direction of healing. And, you know, he's on his own journey and I, I'm not going to take credit for that, but you know, he's, he's doing his thing and I, you know, I see it and I'm happy for him. And I kind of just, I told him I'm happy for him. I left it at that because if I said anything else, um, he's the type of person to like, if I say too much, he's going to be like, well, now you're making me not want to do it anymore because of how you're reacting about it. So I just, I'm happy for you. That's it. But, um, my son takes after him in that way of, you know, putting on a face for the people that are around him because he doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And he is such a sweet kid. And 
he's he's just he's amazing and it sucks because um his sister isn't here anymore and you know he doesn't really have anybody other than you know me his dad his grandmother um and when i had asked him about how he felt about a certain situation he had told my man and he had also told his grandmother which was my man's mom um the same thing about how he felt right didn't say much on it kind of just gave a one word answer but still said the same thing to them but when i sat him down and i asked him he was able to be honest with me and that really showed me like you're really like you're really trying like you you really don't want to hurt grandma's feelings and you really don't want to hurt daddy's feelings and that's why i felt like not only do i want you to know that i'm here for you and um that you know if you need to talk like i will always be here whenever you're ready but one of the reasons why i emphasized it so much was because of the fact that like i don't want him to feel like he has to put on a brave face and not only that i want to give him what my mom didn't give me i want him to have that figure in his life that makes him feel allowed to have feelings and allowed to not want to talk about it and if you do want to talk about it you're allowed to tell the truth you don't have to lie you don't have to um you know put on a brave face for the people around you because you feel like you're going to hurt their feelings but you know that's something to work through but either way like healing healing doesn't just stop at um you know inner child shadow self inner teenager traumas things like that healing also goes into the aspect of breaking the cycle and it doesn't even have to be oh well you know i have to wait to break the cycle until like i have my own no no because I did not give birth to that kid, but he is still mine. And not only that, I have friends who work in like the daycare in industry, industry, I guess, um, who are around kids and tod toddlers every single day. And part of their healing is breaking, breaking, part of their breaking the cycle healing is treating those kids in the opposite way that they were treated when they were growing up. It doesn't just have to be a kid that you were pregnant with and a child that you birthed. It can be anyone. Because breaking the cycle starts there. It starts with you. And it doesn't matter who you're breaking it with. It just, it starts with you. Um, but I don't know. It's just, it that kind of got me really emotional. So I'm sorry, you guys. Um, I just, anyways, um, back onto a regularly scheduled program, um, where I was going with that. Um, so like I said, you know, hate, hate's a strong word. And I do have a particular person in my life who I just absolutely, um, fucking despise. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. Like it's, that doesn't mean that I'm not healed. It doesn't mean, well, I mean, I'm not fully healed. I can say that, but it doesn't mean that I'm not working on myself. It doesn't mean that I'm not healing. You can have those, you can have those feelings for someone, but what's important when you have those feelings is asking yourself, why, why do you have those feelings? Are they valid? If you were to sit here and you were to tell somebody else why you don't like this person, is that person going to be like, okay, you know, I can understand that. Or is this person going to be like, that's the fucking stupidest reason I've ever heard in my life. 
So number one, when it comes to hating somebody, reflect on why. Reflect on why. And if your why doesn't make sense, block this person. Get them the fuck out of your life. Um, remove them from everything. Stop talking to them. Don't associate yourself, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It starts with you. Okay. It starts with that. But if that why makes sense, all right, you despise somebody, you hate somebody. Okay. Hate them from a distance. One thing I will never do is be low enough to hate somebody so much and talk shit about them and not say it to their face. Because I'll tell you one thing, this person that I extremely, I have said my words to them. I have said my words and guess what? It's the same reaction every single time. And that's how, you know, they aren't healed. And that's how, that's also how, you know, okay, well, I I can hate this person, but I'm gonna hate you from a distance because you clearly have not worked on yourself in any fucking way, shape or form, considering the fact that you react every single time and your reactions are the same every single time. So the fact that I've continuously had to repeat myself on the same thing multiple times and you react the exact same way goes to show not only am I repeating myself for no reason and I'm wasting my own time and energy, but at the same time, you need to work on your fucking self because you need to be able to come back at me with something else other than um, trying to run to the nearest person so you can hide behind them and have them deal with your fucking issues. And that's another thing when it comes to handling shit. When it comes to handling shit, handle your own fucking shit. I'm going to say it. Handle your own fucking shit. All right. One thing that I absolutely fucking hate is seeing people, grown ass adults, mind you, grown ass adults, some of which with fucking kids who can't handle their own shit. Who run to somebody else to handle it for them. Who run to somebody else to deal with it. Because the amount of times that, you know, I listen, y'all, I handle my own shit. If you're going to come at me and you're going to disrespect me, I'm going to handle you myself. I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to go to my man. I'm not going to call a friend. I'm no, I can handle you myself. Granted, I might talk, talk about the situation with somebody, but it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, I need you to help me with this. No, because I can handle my own shit. Bad witch energy, y'all bad witch energy. Because who does this witch think she is? (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) I can't get over that. That's the outro to my podcast. So if you guys stay, if you guys are still here and you hear the outro, that's what I say. Um, But still, no, because handling your own shit not only goes into like, okay, it can go both ways. It can go both ways. It can go both ways. So handling, it depends on how you handle your own shit. So um, depending on how you handle your shit, If you're handling your own shit and you don't have to have help from anybody else, you're working on yourself. If you're healing or if you're handling your shit in a way where it's super reactive and there was no reason to react or handle it the way that you did, you need to, you need to do some work, but either way, handling your own shit is so fucking important. Stop running to the nearest fucking person to have them handle it for you. Because I swear to God, if that happens to me one more fucking time, I will go find someone that was a little, that was a little much. So I'm sorry. Um, it just pisses me off. It just pisses me off. Uh, but like, honestly, y'all, like I am so sick and tired of handling my shit with somebody who can't handle their own or handling my shit with somebody who brushes it off and acts like nothing happened. Handling my own shit with somebody who isn't acting like they can handle their own. 
I, I said that already handling my own shit with somebody who, um, says that they're working on themselves, but yet is not acknowledging what I'm trying to say. And that's another thing with me is like, I, I'm a very lenient person. I'm a very lenient person. I know I come off as a bitch, but like anybody who really knows me understands, like I am a very, very, very lenient person. Like I, and it kind of goes back into the whole, like, if I care about you, I tend to kind of be in that position where I'm unsure of how to respond to the situation because it's like, I, you know, I, I'm good with confrontation, but when it comes to people who are close to me, it's a little bit harder for me because it's like, I don't want to make you mad at me, even if you were the one who was in the wrong. And that's, that's my own issue to work with. But it's like, I'm trying to handle my shit with people who aren't with people who need help with people who aren't acknowledging, you know? So it's like, it goes into that stigma again. Yes. I'm bringing it up again. The stigma of, um, oh, you know, because of the fact that you're healing means that, you know, you just need to be walked on and like, you just need to constantly take a step back and not voice yourself. No healing and handling shit go hand in hand. You know why? Because with healing comes boundaries with healing becomes or with healing comes standing your fucking ground with healing comes being your own person, being a bad bitch, being the person that you want to fucking be and walking with your head held high and handling your shit with confidence. That's what healing is. Well, not all of it, but a good part of healing. That's what healing is. Um, but anyways, um, we are going to go ahead and end this off with, I'm going to just pull a card for you guys. Um, Oracle card, like usual. We're not going to shuffle just because I kind of sort of have my hands full and I don't want to ash on my floor. So we're just going to, I'm just going to close my eyes really quickly and just pull a card from the center of the deck. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love how these cards play a really great part um, into like the conversation of the podcast. Um, I did want to just kind of cut myself off where I was just because of the fact that, again, I could keep talking for hours, but I'm not going to, the point, the point has been said and you know, what was said needed that needed to be said was said. Um, but the card says, let go of the past. It is dead weight. And I hope you guys appreciate that because I need to listen to it too, because if they move funny, babe, in the past, if they're distancing themselves in the past, if they are disrespecting you in the past. And that's another way of handling your shit. Handling your shit isn't always reacting. Handling your shit can be in silence. Handling your shit can be blocking. Blocking is boundary. Handling your shit could be standing your ground and saying, I'm not putting up with this because I don't deserve it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I very much appreciate you guys for listening. Um, and I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you guys enjoyed and blessed be. No, because who does this witch think she is? <laughs>